0: back to the Hammer, a second of two preseason games. Argos get uh, get it on for real against these same Thai Cats a week from Sunday, 4 o'clock kickoff down at BMO, and uh, that should be fun. But, Sandy, you played in a lot of these. What's it like early in your career as opposed to later in your career?
1: Man, you are uh, constantly checking over the depth chart. You're going over the ratio. You're looking at the other Canadians that are around you. You are analyzing, you are over-analyzing, you are scrutinizing, and you got a lot of sleepless nights in the training uh, training camp dorm because you don't know uh, whether you're on the bubble, whether you're going to make the squad, uh, whether the ratio is going to uh, play some kind of uh, you know havoc with uh, respect to you sticking to the roster. There's a lot of emotion going on with a lot of these guys. And to your point, Hoagie, a lot of them will have played their last football game tonight. Well, one of the things that
0: is going to be fun over the course of the, the next, hopefully, decade here in Toronto, trying to figure out Mark Trestman, yeah. uh, the the professor, uh, one of the smartest football minds on either side of the border, and just trying to figure out what he's going to be doing with this roster. And I, th- I think... We've been able to figure out four offensive linemen, one receiver, one defensive lineman, and somebody in the secondary as far as the seven Canadians are concerned. Can you see any other possibility? I don't know if Jamal Campbell's ready for left tackle. I would doubt it at this stage of his career, although physically he looks like a very imposing figure right now at camp. He's played very well. I don't know if I want a guy with, what, eight games of CFL experience playing... Blindside with a 37-year-old quarterback.
1: Well, you talk about the learning curve for a Canadian player, and uh, let's face it, the Toronto Argonauts, other than their veteran offensive line Canadians, are very, very young. Mm-hmm. So I could see maybe the ratio uh, getting adjusted a little bit. And you see that's the trend all across the league where Winnipeg went with 12 starters at one point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Edmonton went with uh, 10. Uh, so the trend is certainly to get Canadians on your roster. But I don't see that happening with this edition. Too many young Canadian yeah. players, some great talent, but uh, there is no substitute for experience. And that's what Tressman has to figure out, who can step up and play right now. Other than that offensive line, I don't see a lot of guys. I know the brain trust
0: right now is very happy with the starting Contention of Canadians. They want some more depth, and they've drafted some young guys. We'll see the development of Jamal Campbell, DJ Saki from a year ago. They were stunned that Mason Woods was available. Uh, the 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 guy that makes Chris Schultz look like a Smurf. He's six eight three what three thirty. He's he's a gigantic young man. You can always see him on the O-line because he's a helmet ahead of everybody else. But I like what they're doing with him as opposed to playing him in space right from the get-go in camp. They've moved him on the inside, let him brawl a little bit, and let him get used to professional football.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you this much. The offensive line became the the second greatest concern as soon as Mark Trestman made the announcement a few months back that Ricky Ray was going to be his starter. So ultimately, you have to put the guys in front of him that are going to protect Ricky Ray. Ultimately, if you look at how the last two seasons have gone in Toronto, uh, the seasons have been significantly derailed uh, without a, a, a Trevor Harris, without a Zach Caleros waiting in the wings. Ricky Ray goes down, and ultimately that costs them the season. So you got to know, you got to solidify that left tackle spot. Van Zyl probably has locked up the right. Now you got to have a big body on the left side uh, taking care of his blind side. So the
0: Argonauts are going to be kicking off here. They've got the new Like last week, they went with the uh, blue on blue with the white
1: helmets. You like the look. I don't mind the look. It's kind of a throwback look, but uh, I'd still like to get some of that teal, some of that teal blue somewhere going. Really? I love it. Okay. We'll go with the
0: double blue. But uh, So the Cats will be uh, receiving the football there in their home whites, gold pants, and black helmets, and uh, we'll find out who's deep. It's a uh, Lirim who in to do the kickoff for the Argonauts. It was very effective a week ago. And he has looked very good in camp. And it's going to be uh, Damon Altman, one of the tryout receivers here, with the Ticats trying to secure a job. And D'Angelo Bentley will be back with him. Not much of a wind here tonight in Hamilton, which is, as far as the telltales are concerned, but now that I look at the flags, they're flat out. This is a weird building for wind.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's swirling a little bit. And this is where you're going to make this team, on special teams. So, yeah, it's a preseason game, and even more so, people don't tend to watch special teams, but watch the special teams, because this is the time for these guys to shine. You know who the starters are going to be. You need backups, you need competency in the special teams. This is where the, the the real cream rises to the top. Ben Major blows things in, and the kickoff is going to go back
0: to around the goal line, and it will be taken there by Bentley, who will get to the tent, cut to the middle of the field, and shake one tackler. Uh, but will finally be brought down and the tackle made downfield by the Argonauts and uh, the Ticats will be starting back at their own 16 yard line and it's Zach Kolaris who is leading out the Ticats the former Argonaut started his career with the double blue and then signed the free agent deal and the only question about Zach Kolaris can he stay healthy
1: Yeah, and that's been the question the last couple of seasons, and uh, it seems that every time people are picking the Tiger Cats to win the Grey Cup, that's when Zach is healthy. Ball at the
0: 16-yard line, just inside the left hash mark, and they're going to go to the ground with C.J. Gable, familiar name, as uh, the home team starting some of the veterans. Argos, uh, with a lot of kids on the line, although, was that Sean Lemon out there? We're a long
1: way up check those bear woods who's in there nice he looks good in double blue doesn't he yeah and that was a great pickup and uh, I don't know what the circumstance or situation was in Montreal but uh, you thought he was going to be there for the next decade uh, you know that's fortuitous for Toronto to pick him up
0: they will give Gable three yards on first down Kolaris back to pass goes long down the seam and it is juggled and incomplete and some pretty good coverage provided by the Argos on the play as it was trained Jacobs back there to knock that down, and it will set up a kicking situation for the Ticats.
1: Yeah, and that's when you know it's preseason. Zach Caleros hits that throat nine out of ten times, that time a little uh, thrown behind the receiver. Timing, uh, probably an issue at this point in the training camp. Zach still trying to get used to his receivers, but uh, normal circumstances he hit that guy in stride. That time, underthrown.
0: Sergio Castillo is in to do the kicking. Ticats have gone uh, through several auditions with their kickers here so far this season. And the kick is up, and it will chase Chandler Worthy back to inside his own 50. He'll take it right side out to the midfield stripe, and no more. And that's where the Argonauts will take over. First down, and a playing quarterback, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, who did not get a look-see at all last week, as he's one of the uh, two newcomers to the Canadian Football League. He started at UCLA and then transferred to Sacramento State, the school that first one Richard Ray to the Canadian Football League. He's bounced around quite a bit around the National Football League over the last few years. He's 28 years old, and we'll see what he can do. More of a drop-back passer, has a very strong arm, and uh, they were very happy to get him up here to see what he can do.
1: Yeah, with a short field right now, starting at center field, uh, let's see what he can do. He'll drop back on first down, look to the right side,
0: step up, gets hit as he throws the football and throws it away in the general vicinity of one of the Argo wideouts, and it'll set up a second down and ten from the Hamilton 54.
1: Well, he's in a good situation right now. I mean, a lot of people are calling Mark Tressman the quarterback whisperer. He has an uh, he has this uncanny knack of developing quarterbacks. Right now the Toronto Argonauts have a stable of uh, five deep. So who is going to be the three guys left? We know Ricky's going to be here. We know Drew Willy's really going to be here. Who's going to be that third-string quarterback that they can develop?
0: Second attempt from the
1: Hamilton 54-yard line.
0: Back to path Bethel Thompson. He tries to zoom one in there. It is a strike. It's on the carpet. They believe are going to rule this an incomplete pass. So the tightouts are running it back. It was thrown toward Chandler Posey, or sorry, uh, Chandler Worthy, and Worthy is still down on the carpet. He got hit hard as. The quarterback, Bethel Thompson, smoked one in there, but uh, there were three tie
1: Cats arriving there at the same time. Yeah, and he's still down on the field, and I think that's Chandler worthy right yep. now. And, uh, you know, even with or- without Orlando Steinauer calling the shots on the defensive side of the ball for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, this is still such a hard-hitting Cat defense, and uh, proof positive right there. He's still down.
0: Hopefully he's okay. It was just one of those situations. I'm hoping it's just the wind was absolutely knocked out of him because as soon as the ball arrived, so did three Ticats. It would have been a heck of a catch. Uh, While they tend to him down on the carpet, we'll take the timeout. No score nicely underway here in the Hammer. Argos and Ticats on TSN 1050. Good news for Chandler Worthy. He is up and uh, walked off on his own and is going to be 10-2 on the sidelines. So it will be a third down, and Liram Hyrolahu will come out and do the punting for the Argonauts.
1: Yeah, that's just a wasted opportunity. You get the ball at uh, center field, that technically the 55-yard line, and you can't do anything with it. One first down, and technically you're back in field goal range and getting points on the board in the opening drive. So, unfortunately, it was a two-and-out uh, for the quarterback, uh, Bethel Johnson, and back to the back to the drawing board. So it will be Liram Hyrolahu
0: coming in. Speedy B, Brandon Banks back at his own five-yard line. This guy's exciting, man. I love watching this guy play. There was some talk earlier in camp that he wasn't having the best camp, and maybe he may be on the bubble a little bit. We'll find out here. Hairulahu. A wobbler will come down at the 9-yard line. Outside the far numbers, he'll come across the field to the near side. 10, 15, get the corner to the 20, 25. Oh, he can still motor across the 35 to the 41-yard line. Speedy B, if his job was in doubt at all, that's a way to save it. That's a nice
1: return for Brandon Banks. Yeah, nice return. Good job of stringing up by the Toronto Argonauts. Ultimately, they did a great job of staying in their lane. Uh, Hamilton trying to set the edge for him, and Speedy B did the rest. It was a good 30-yard pickup. Try
0: and pick out some of the guys there. It's, it's one of those situations where there is basically a fire drill with the players on any given series. I see that Dylan Wynn and Matt Carson have checked in as the defensive tackles for the Argonauts here. First down from their own 41-yard line, and they will go to the ground game. The Ticats will again out across the 45 about the 46-yard line. C.J. Gable on the carry.
1: This is a, a good strategy, and so far we've seen lots of running plays. Ultimately, you want to see how that offensive line is working together, and it's going to be a great test for the Toronto Argonaut defense. Ultimately, we looked at last year, they needed a middle linebacker. They needed to be a little bit more stout in the A and B gaps, and they're playing in that traditional 40 front. So if they can handle the run uh, against the Tiger Cats tonight, then um, you know we're, we're going to see how they how they go into this season. Four to get on
0: second down for the Tiger Cats. Clara's still in be interesting to see how long he's in tonight he'll come to the near side picks it up perfectly and Terrence Tolliver will make the catch at the 50 yard line there is a flag down a little bit of contact out of the break and we'll see if it was a defensive push or an offensive push one would assume that's going to be the call one way or the other it's right at the first down marker
1: yeah and it was within that five yard zone that uh that's a no-go zone if uh you're uh you're a defender. See if we can get the,
0: uh, I'm not sure if he's mic'd up tonight or not, but Ben Major is the official tonight. Early indication is pass interference against Terrence Tolliver. And they're going to have to move him back. Yep, it is against Terrence Tolliver. So they'll repeat second down, and it will be second down at 16.
1: Yeah, the only thing I can think of was a a push-off. Yep. Yeah,
0: it looked like he got him coming out of the break. There yeah. was some contact, and I just didn't know who it was going to be on, and I guess they ruled down on the sideline. It was right in front of Rick Berezowski, who is the line judge this evening. Easy call for him. Back to pass is Klaris, Flushed out of the pocket. He's going to roll to the right. Looking, looking. He dumps it off. and gets hit hard as he throws the football, and it Johnny on the spot for the Toronto Argonauts uh, defensively was
1: Nacus Sorry, on Yeka, from the University of Laurier Golden Hawks. Yeah, he's got the quarterback and the spy on the rollout. And, you know, that that's what got Zach Claris in a lot of trouble last season. His protection was really, really good that play. There was no need for him to scramble. But he takes off, exposes himself, and he takes a really hard hit. Uh, you, you know uh, Ken Austin's not going to be happy about that play.
0: I was surprised he lasted until the fifth round. Big fan of his watching him at Laurier this, over the last few years. High kick. I believe that's Martise Jackson, and it is. He'll take it to the 25-yard line, and the little man's got a hole up the middle across the 40, out of the 45, and out of the 48-yard line. So for Martiz Jackson, all five foot six of him, he has a decent return. Argos will take over. There are flags on the play, though, and from where they're thrown, there may be too many tie cats on the field or too many Argonauts on the field. Let's find out before we take the timeout. No, it's holding on the Argonauts. Well, it was a great return. We'll take the timeout. It was after the kick, so it will be Argo football when we come back. No score. Ten and a half minutes remaining here in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo football on TSN 1050. Argo's Ticat scoreless. Four minutes of change underway here on a spectacular night for football in the Hammer. And again, these two teams will get at it again a week from Sunday in the opener at BMO Field.
1: Yeah, and this is a position that uh, Pop and Tressman are, are really trying to solidify, and that's that that special returner that they're looking for. And I think they've been spoiled in Montreal. If you look at the players that they've had out there, Terrell Sutton, uh, Larry Taylor, um, and, and they're looking for the next guy to step up over here. Stefan Logan comes to mind. These are guys that they've had at their disposal to kick, return, and give them the field position. That's the guy they're looking for here in Toronto right now.
0: McLeod Bethel-Thompson still in at quarterback, and he will go up the middle, wilder. I believe we'll get the carry here on first down. Indeed, it's James Wilder Jr. Had a fantastic run last week where he just kind of bounced it and bounced it and bounced it outside. And uh, there were four Montreal players around him, and then you blink, and the three, 230-pound behemoth with muscles in places where most people don't even consider having places, uh, he just bounces out, and 30 yards later, it's an and Argonaut first down.
1: And it's just a great uh, mix of uh, running back between that body type and uh, Brandon Whitaker. He got...
0: About six and a half on first down, out to the 25-yard line. Bethel Thompson's going to throw this time. He'll go over the middle. It's knocked down at the line of scrimmage as several Ty cats were in the vicinity, including Adrian Tracy. Don't know who got the hand on that. It may have been Ted Laurent, but uh, there were several guys in there. And another quick two-and-out As uh, for a guy like McLeod Bethel Thompson, who's been around the NFL, he's bounced around a handful of teams in the last few years. It's an opportunity for him to try to
1: save his pro career. Well, the offensive line's not helping him much right now. You got the center and the guards that's supposed to control the depth of that pocket. Got collapsed a little bit into his uh, into his throw, and uh, they got to be a little bit more stout. Hiralahu with the kick. It's high outside the
0: numbers. Pretty good punt down to the 31-yard line. Brandon Banks will take it, and we'll try to bounce it again, and nothing doing at all as, uh, for the second time, Q. Darius uh, sorry, Ford made the tackle. His second special teams tackle, the defensive back, out of South Alabama.
1: Getting downfield, linebackers and defensive backs. They've loaded them up on the special teams, and uh, those guys can close a lot of ground.
0: So the Tankettes will take over in this scoreless game at their own 36-yard line. And back at it, Zach Kolaris. Of Steubenville, Ohio played at the University of Cincinnati, was an all-big-east quarterback with the Bearcats. He'll swing one out to the flat for C.J. Gable, and a nice tackle made out in space by, again, Naka Sanieka. So the Laurier Golden Hawk with a couple of nice plays here early. And he's uh, he is really impressed in camp. That kid just flies around.
1: Yeah, a bit of a mix-up there. Traditionally, they started the game in a 40-front uh, this series. They're going into a 30-front, which is three down linemen. And, uh, linebackers are coming hard off the edge so zach had a little bit of time only rushing three that time great job of closing by the db second out at 13 after the tackle for a loss by
0: the former golden hawk back to pass Colaris. goes down the seam has a man big collision bear woods got his man a little bit late but Terrence tolliver Made the tackle close
1: to midfield. It's going to be a Hamilton first down. Yeah, and that guy's been an Argo killer for the past two seasons. Terrence Tolliver, the unsung hero in that receiving court, gets a chance to start the preseason game. Again, probably more like a fifth receiver, even a sixth receiver, but he does a nice job of finding the hole, and Zach just lays it out for him.
0: Six-foot-five veteran out of LSU. I don't even know we should talk about LSU the way diakowski <laughs> was on uh, Twitter today. Back to Caleros. He'll sidearm one, man downfield. It is dropped. Uh, an opportunity downfield but it did hit the carpet it is the former Argonaut Kevin Elliott who couldn't hang on
1: yeah and there's a flag down and uh, I'm thinking maybe some contact down the field possibly some pass interference and that looks like exactly what it is illegal contact is the call
0: no microphone on the official I heard a 7 as the last number
1: did you hear the first part of that number I think it was a 37 okay Marcus Alford
0: there we go back for another year with the Argonauts and he is on the field right now playing the boundary corner and he is on Tolliver so that would be the correct villain in this case first and ten. clarus down the seam again has a man some contact but they're gonna say it was after the football got by the
1: intended receiver Brian Timms. Great job by Tremaine Jacobs. He closed really quickly, got a hand in there right at the last minute. But, again, finding the hole, finding the seams, not a huge window to fit that ball in there. And uh, so far the Toronto Argonauts have done a great job of of closing down those seams for Zach Caleros. Second
0: down and 10 from the Argo, 46-yard line, 46-and-a-half. Tycats moving left to right here into a bit of a breeze. The telltales wouldn't tell you that, but the flags sure do. And back to pass is Awkward-looking throw, but he got it there. Timms was able to get a hand on it, but following him all the way across the field
1: was the Argonaut defender. Is that Curiel Brooks? Curiel Brooks. Yeah, nice job of uh, staying with his receiver. Poorly thrown ball, held up there a little bit, but uh, Toronto Argonauts, they send six. The four down linemen plus the two edge linebackers Uh, Zach does a good job of finding the receiver, but great closing speed by uh, Carriel Brooks. So Martise Jackson will
0: drop back again for the Argonauts inside his own 10-yard line. And out for the Ticats to do the punting is Sergio Castillo. A little bit of a high snap, but he'll get it away. It'll wobble and come down at the 6-yard line. Near numbers. And he is swallowed whole. Nowhere to go for Jackson this time. And the Argonauts will take over deep in their own territory in a scoreless ball game. Seven minutes remaining in the opening quarter. Exhibition game, preseason game number two. And you're listening to it live on TSN 1050.
1: Hogan and Annunziata with you. That didn't look like five yards to me, Hoagie. You know, there's that five-yard rule. you got to give the kick returner five yards. But again, not just the players on the field right now that are maybe experiencing the CFL game for the first time. There's some new officials, too, and I'm looking at the list of officials, and I don't recognize one name. (laughs) So it's nice to see new blood come into the league. Certainly these guys have made their bones in the lower ranks and uh, maybe getting their shot at officiating a CFL game now. Come on, you're from this part of Dave Gatz has
0: been in the league for like a
1: decade. You should know Dave. Yeah, but I've been out of the league for a decade.
0: (laughs) Good point. Back a thousand years ago, when I played uh, pickup basketball, when I lived in uh, in Burlington. He was one of the semi-regulars who would come out. So he's been around for a while. Yeah, good dude. The well, market at the 10-yard line. Argonauts will take over there. Seven minutes remaining here in quarter number one.
1: See, these are these learning moments, right? This is a great opportunity for a young quarterback to maybe solidify his spot on this roster. He's starting. A long drive at his own nine-yard line. Let's see him string together some first downs and march down the field.
0: 28-year-old McLeod Bethel Thompson in a quarterback. Was actually up in Winnipeg last year but was released rather quickly. He arrived in September after the NFL cuts. He was with Philadelphia in camp last year. And Winnipeg picked him up but he was released a month later and finds himself in Argo camp this year. Three to the right, ball on the left hash mark. Argo's moving right to left. McLeod Thompson floats one out there, and maybe a stride
1: too far as our Edwards was the closest man to the football and he was open yeah and he threw a nice ball uh I don't know if he gave up on that ball I don't know if maybe he could have extended a little bit more but or the wind took it or the wind took it could but you know the old rule if you can touch it you should be able to catch it even if you got to sell out a little bit but uh that's a nice ball and you know the prerequisites for a CFL quarterback you know all these quarterbacks have strong arms number one yep. number two they got to be able to scramble and uh be evasive and right now it's all about accuracy and being able to read a defense
0: if ricky ray happens to be listening right now ricky he just said you can scramble back to passes, is mccall thompson he's hit back at the two-yard line Tight think they have a safety but they're going to say the ticats uh, made initial contact at the three-yard line so it is indeed a sack and it's adrian tracy
1: with the tackle the man that hurt ricky ray here a year ago Well, I'm not one to criticize the offensive line too much just because they're my boys, but uh, offensive line so far, and maybe just because new bodies, you don't have that continuity, you don't have that familiarity with the guy you're playing next to, but the O-line is really letting down Bethel Thompson right now. So far, the the pocket has been collapsing quite a bit. That time it was a jailbreak through the A-gap. You know, Washington, number 59, has to do a better job on the outside, making sure he takes away that inside lane, and that was the route that got to him that time.
0: Hiralahu about 12 yards deep in the end zone. See if he gives up the safety, and he will. And he's just, for whatever reason, going to run around in the end zone. I get this in the fourth quarter when you're trying to kill time. I don't know why you'd kill time when you've got the win. Five and a half minutes left in the opening quarter, but that's what Liram did, and it's 2 Tie Cats on the safety. Five and a half left in the opening quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. ICATs take the two nothing lead on the team's safety after Hiru Lahu concedes. Mike Hogan and Sandy Nunziata. JJ's going to be back for the opener week on Sunday. I don't think he sleeps anymore. Between the job, he's traveling a lot for work. And the new baby. Trying to keep up yeah, there's like almost got 19 kids now. <laughs> he and Kelly just about
1: four now. I think they got four, four, four right. Now, JJ's yeah.
0: and uh, you know with all of the all the kids are in school essentially now and and, and every sport imaginable. Yeah. Keeping your seat warm, J.J. Yep. He'll be back uh, a week from Sunday. So if you're listening, J.J., I don't miss you at all. (laughs) As I said last week, remember the name Wally Pipp, the guy that took the day off and Lou Gehrig took over and never gave the job up. That's it. Wally Pipp. Here's the kickoff. Hyruleahu gets into that one. Line drive back to the 4-yard line. Over-the-shoulder catch by Viangelo Bentley, who will stutter step at the 15-yard line. Nice tackle downfield and uh, that will be nice on video for winston rose who makes the tackle down uh, downfield
1: yeah great job by the argos maintaining their lanes and it was that great uh bullet down the sideline that turned the runner back into the uh the rest of the pack and winston rose did a great job of just getting a hand a shoestring tackle and, and bringing down the uh the kick returner last year last year one season
0: Winston Rose with, was uh, was with the Rams, Washington, Indianapolis, and then came to the Argos and was on their practice roster last September.
1: So you're saying he's got a lot of experience. He's got
0: a lot of travel miles. <laughs> first out at the 15-yard line, Calera's play action, he's still in. And he'll go right over the middle. He's got a man, and Luke Tasker with the catch. And the locals will like that. One of the more popular players here in Hamilton, for obvious reasons. He's really good. It's a gain of 12 and a first down.
1: Yeah, and they got this great relationship. Kalaros and Tasker. They know where each other is going to be on the field. Tasker does a great job of getting out of his break and Zach does a great job of delivering it in the hole. Just, just moving, the, moving the marker sticks, first down, and uh, set up for first down right now.
0: Ball at the 26 and a half. First down, Cats up 2 nothing. Argo show blitz. Mistimed it. Freebie for the Cats. Thrown behind Luke Tasker, but he makes a nice one-handed grab on a crossing route and will take it across the 30 to the 34. And uh, it'll be a gain of eight, or will they take the five-yard offside penalty instead? As Robert Woodson, the Calgary dinosaur, he gets called on the offside. He played really well last week, I thought. Woodson is a, uh, a fourth-round draft pick, 27th overall, playing with the Dinos last year, or Wayne Harris. Uh,
1: well, Fantastic
0: br- program out of yeah, Calgary.
1: And you're bringing that blitz uh, from the field, and uh, you got to be able to time it just right. And if he times it just a little bit better, he may get to Zach Clarice or knock that ball down.
0: They're going to take the six-yard gain, which is interesting. Or sorry, they will take the offside. First down and five. Claris now flushed out of the pocket. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Throws it uh, into the Argo bench. That's a wise move in the direction of Kevin Elliott, one of the former Argonauts who has been dispersed around the Canadian Football League. Had a catch last week, a bizarre catch, uh, where it bounced off his old teammate, A.J. Jefferson, with the red blocks, and it ended up in his hand. It was a very strange catch. It was thrown into about four red blocks, and standing right there was Elliott, and it bounced off them and into his hands.
1: Well, it's funny. I think the purge uh, started a little bit before Pop and uh, uh, Tresman yeah. actually came into town, but you know that they want to put their stamp on this team, and they brought in a lot of new personnel, and they're trying to make their mark.
0: Second down and five, back to pass is Kolaros. Comes to the near numbers this time, and it is caught. Tasker again on a crossing route, out to the 45, the mark of the 47, and another first down. Yeah, I th- think the Tasker kid will make the team. Yeah, I'm I going out on a limb on this one.
1: I think he will. A thank you. <laughs> Years of
0: experience there coming through.
1: That's funny. Maybe they're just trying to get these guys a little bit of timing, and, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, Zach Kolaros, had a pretty easy season last year. Didn't play a lot of games because of injury. So maybe the strategy is just to get these guys back on the field together and get some timing during some uh, live action. First down at their own 47. Draw play. They give
0: the ball to Gable. Nothing doing. Swallowed hole. Very, very disciplined play at the line of scrimmage by Matt Carson. Another one of the Calgary Dinos who is uh, another draft pick. Eighth rounder. 63rd overall. And uh, he looked good. Again, he made a couple of plays last week, and he was very disciplined on that one sitting down in the middle. Loss of three on the play, second down and long. Not a bad crowd here for a preseason game.
1: Oh, it's a gorgeous night uh, right in the middle of a old neighborhood, so come on out and watch your Tiger Cats.
0: Second down, Kolaris back to pass. Four-man rush. He goes to the far numbers again, and it is caught. And in and out of the pile almost was Brian Timms, the second-year tie cat, out of Florida A&M. So it will be shy of the first down, and out comes the punt unit. And here's some good news. Uh, Chandler Worthy, who was nicked up a little bit earlier on, is out to return the punt. That is good news. Yeah. They're taking a long look at him as a returner.
1: Yeah, and there's an old saying, you know, you don't make this team from the trainer's table, so uh, good on him to pop back up, and he looked like he was shaking up pretty good, but he's back on the field right now, and let's see if he can spring one here.
0: I have it marked down here. In high school, ran a 4-2-8-20, uh, 40, rather. 4 2, 8 and he'll take it to the 15-yard line. No yards flag. He busts off a couple of potential tacklers, though. He'll take it out to the 21-yard line. He'll get six, but the Argos will get 15 because of the no yards call with a minute and a half here in the opening quarter.
1: Yeah, hopefully they give uh, Bethel Thompson just a little bit more time. Uh, I- I'm looking at this front five of the Toronto Argonauts, in and- Yeah, a lot of new faces, a lot of young players that just don't have the CFL experience. Ultimately, they will eventually get it, but they got to do a better job of making sure that they control the depth of the pocket, and the tackles have to do a better job of making sure that they don't give up that inside lane.
0: 33-yard line is where they'll place it. You know I love the obscure stuff. McLeod Bethel Thompson's grandfather won the 1948 gold medal at the London Olympics in shot put. What was that? obscure sports thank you. trivia thank you ground game here's big wilder he'll turn the corner and get up to close to the 40 yard line that's a whole lot of running back
1: yeah nice pickup too you know i don't know if he has the blazing speed to turn the corner but he does a great job of getting to the edge and he makes three yard gain out of pretty much nothing
0: body a little bit more must have stepped out of bounds as it looked like he got out to about the 40 they're going to mark it just outside the 36 yard line with about a minute remaining here in the opening quarter argos with the wind mcleod bethel thompson still in at quarterback back to pass here's the blitz he picks it up he goes outside and it is tipped outside as Simone lawrence was sniffing around the football I talked to McLeod Bethel-Thompson the other day for an article for Argonauts.ca. And he, as we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, he went to Sacramento State. So I said, like, is Ricky Ray a a prominent figure at school? And he goes, oh, yeah, all the posters are up with Ricky Ray. We know all about Ricky. And I said, so the posters from school, did he have hair? (laughs) And without batting an eye, McLeod said, he had a helmet on. I don't know. (laughs) Looks the same to me. But uh, marveled at the leadership ability of Ricky Ray in just such a short time already. Hyrule Lahu's punt will corkscrew down at the 30-yard line, and the returner gets hit very quickly. And we will get a number on that tackler. And as they pull him off the pile, it was young Mr. Tuggle who made the tackle, Justin Tuggle, whose dad Jesse five-time Pro Bowler with the Atlanta Falcons back in the day.
1: Yeah, great job of filling in that, uh, that gap right there. Kick returner turned right back into him. He did a great job of uh, maintaining the the consistency of those lanes. Justin Tuggle went to Kansas State.
0: A couple of uh, prominent Argonauts from Kansas State. Big Kevin Huntley went to K-State. At a quarterback, I believe... ah, Did you... No, you would have played... I can't remember if you played with him or not. Michael Bishop. (laughs) I played with Bishop. Yeah, okay. Sometimes the years get all mixed up for me, which happens more and more sadly but uh yeah bishop uh, still has if he doesn't have the best arm i've seen in this league i don't know Uh, i don't know who has maybe ralph
1: brock back i played 11 years in this league i've seen a lot of footage post my career pre my career there is no one there is no one that had the arm strength of a michael bishop
0: unbelievable Here's, here's all you need to know about michael bishop you know who said that michael bishop has the best arm he's ever seen strongest arm he's ever seen tom brady
1: there you go. Eddie? They were
0: teammates in New England. That's right. Michael Bishop was actually ahead
1: of Tom Brady on the depth chart. Yep.
0: And Brady just marveled.
1: That's right. Drew Bledsoe goes now, down and uh, they don't look to they don't look to uh Bish, they look to uh Tom Brady and the rest is history. They used to take Bledsoe had a gone. They used to take Bledsoe out for Hail Mary's.
0: Bring <laughs> in Bishop. It was a freak. Just an unbelievable arm. First down Tycats leading 2-0 here. Final few seconds of the opening quarter. Kolaris still in, he'll float one over the middle uh, above the outreached hands of Luke Tasker. Closest man to the football was the safety, safety, Robert Woodson.
1: Yeah, and a good job by staying on Tasker. Ultimately, you see what the Tiger Cats are trying to do. They're trying to, you know, just really establish that that dynamic duo, Kolaris to Tasker, and uh, the Toronto Argonauts have finally figured it out.
0: Boy, that Calgary Dinosaurs program is good. Holy smokes, Savannah last year, and uh, apparently to those in the know, they had the best recruiting year by far of anybody in U-Sports. Pass over the middle, and it is somehow caught in traffic. Looked like the protection was there from Carriel Brooks, but it was caught at midfield, and the Ticats, on the last play of the quarter, get... The former Argon, Kevin Elliott, to bail them out. It'll be a first down right on the Tiger Cat as we flip sides and come back with the second quarter. Two-nothing after 15 minutes. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050.